off the rails with Rob Kendall. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. We're doing this on the phone today because I had my physical for work and hammer. I have perfect blood pressure. Perfect blood pressure. So your blood pressure is not off the rails. No, it's wonderful. And I've long maintained this. People are always like, you're going to have a stroke. You're going to have a heart attack. I get it all out of my system, Hammer. When I am off work, <laughs> I am calm because I have nothing left to give to society. Your show isn't, you know, a broadcast. It's a therapy session for you. That's what it is. Exactly. People say this all the time. You know, we've laughed about this before, about how calm I am in person. It's because I have nothing left to give. <laughs> all right. So, Rob, let's get into uh, what's happening. Obviously, the biggest story in the world is the war in Israel. We've got action out here on Monument Circle. We're seeing these protests all over the United States, the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas folks supported by BLM and Tomorrow, the leader of Hamas has called for a worldwide day of jihad. And I don't know about you, Rob, but nothing says we really just want a peaceful two-state solution like calling for a worldwide day of jihad. You remember this was years ago when you guys first started the afternoon show. There was some equal justice or economic justice protest on the circle, and you guys sent me out there with a Hammer and Nigel or fake news sign to hold up during the, <laughs> the protest. That's, yeah, you guys, you guys need to send Kevin or Allison out there tomorrow with a Hammer and Nigel or fake news uh, sign in the middle of whatever World Jihad Day protest is taking place. Man, I mean, these people are they're sick people. And this is the problem the Democrats have right now is the college campus radicals, the BLM people, the squad people. They are the base of the Democrat Party. So you can't just reject it because the money, the activism, a whole bunch of it comes from these people who believe Israel should be annihilated. And what's somewhat entertaining to me is you've got folks in the media like Jake Tapper at CNN, Dan Abrams over at News Nation. They're calling out some of this ridiculous anti-Semitic rhetoric that they're hearing from some of these squad members, some of these Democrats, but they're almost acting like it's new. Yeah. Well, again, this is the this is the needle now that they have to thread because they have to say the quiet part out loud, which is that there's a huge portion. We're not talking fringe members. We're talking about the core of the Democrat constituency who believes this stuff. They believe Israel is evil. They believe Israel is the problem. They believe Hamas are, you know, equivalent to the George Washington and, you know, uh, Lafayette fighting at the revolution, right? I mean, they they believe that Hamas is the good guy. Obviously, the public at large and any person with any amount of decency rejects that. But how do you thread that needle? And while we want to laugh at some of this ridiculous stuff, a worldwide day of jihad, I don't know if you can necessarily do that, Rob, because our president has opened up the border to where anybody that wants to hurt you, your wife, or your children can basically walk right across. Like in the past, we would kind of roll our eyes, but now you almost kind of have to keep your head on a swivel, don't you? 
Well, my wife and I had this conversation because she was very young when the 9-11 stuff happened. And then, the you know, remember every day after that for like four years, it was, it's a red alert. The alert is yellow today. And finally, people were just like, dude, clearly you're just doing this for votes, Mr. Bush. We're no longer taking this seriously. But you're right, Hammer. You have over two million people who have illegally entered the country. Most of them, we have no idea who they are or where they're at. So, yeah, you do have to be super vigilant. Now, does it mean you change your way of life? Does it mean you hide in your house? No, but there are a lot of evil people who are legally in this country who want to kill Americans. There's no doubt about it. And you know who's really quiet right now? The anti-gun people, right? It's real easy to say guns are bad, guns are the devil. I mean, hell, we've got two mayor candidates here in Indy saying the same thing. But you don't hear that as of... as much as you used to right now, because I think clearly what you see happening in Israel, where the attack that Hamas did is something I think that could happen in the United States. They basically came through a wall, which, you know, we can have that debate about the border. They paraglided in, and it was a guerrilla style attack on very soft targets. People at a concert, young children, women. That could happen in the United States, and this is why people have the Second Amendment. Yeah, and it, it puts in perspective how ridiculous that gun proposal from Jefferson Tree was and why we were, we were so critical of it. And again, you're right, Hammer. That's the depressing thing about the mayor's race here is you have no good guy in this equation. There is nobody you can feel you know excited about voting for. And this is why you know nobody's more critical of Indiana Republicans than me. But constitutional carry, which they passed, was a very good thing because people should have the right to defend themselves. Because crazy bastards will always find a way to be crazy bastards. They don't follow the law. But you can't tell me that law-abiding citizens are the problem in Indianapolis. Well, and that's where the pandering comes in, right? And this is why we've been so critical of Jefferson Treve. People say, well, you're so mean to the Republican. How about the Democrat? We're plenty mean to boss hogs that. But we know what he is. We know what he represents. We know the problems that come with him being in public office. But with Shreve, you're part of the party that claims to support the Second Amendment. You're the part of the party that claims to be better. And it's another example of a Republican being disingenuous and essentially lying to the voters, which is what Shreve's doing with his gun plan, in order to try to get votes. I mean, you look at this mayor's race in Indianapolis. This is the equivalent of that McCain v. Obama presidential election, <laughs> isn't it? Like, where you just go to the ballot box and you're like, do I have to vote for any of these guys? Well, that's where, and you know, we talked about this for a long time. I leave most of my ballot blank every single time. A lot of times I'll only vote for one or two offices because votes are earned. And, you know, I think you're taking that approach this year, which is that vote, your vote for mayor has not been earned and you can't just give it away. This is why you keep getting crappy candidates inside the Marion County GOP because they think people, well, they'll vote for us no matter what. Right. Uh, we really won't. We really won't. And I'm done with it. And I'm glad you're done with it now, too. Right. Because, you know, I get a lot of crap from people. Well, you 
talk like you want Joe Hogsett to win. Listen, nobody hates Joe Hogsett more than I do. I was ripping on that loser before it was cool. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not giving Jefferson Shreve my vote because you have to send a message to the Marion County Republicans, to the state of Indiana Republicans, that we're not going to take these wishy-washy Eric Holcomb, Jefferson Shreve type Republicans that want to pander just to get authority and then ultimately give us a middle finger. Well, and this is where, and we, you know, we start talking about disingenuous. I mean, this is a big game, right? The politics is a big game, and you're not a part of the equation. Look at what the Indy Chamber has done. They've come out and endorsed Hogsett. This is the guy that allowed the, the center of economic commerce in the state, downtown Indianapolis, to be rioted, looted, burned to the ground, smashed, people died, monuments defaced, you name it. And he was, in many ways, on the side of the people who did this, two business owners in downtown Indianapolis, and the Indy Chamber comes out and says, well, we think it'd be good for Hogsett to get four more years. They're doing that because the Indy Chamber has economic ties to the mayor's office. They have economic ties to the city of Indianapolis government, and they're going to back whoever they think is most likely to win because they want the dollars to keep flowing. Very, few, You know who's on your side, Hammer? Hammer and I are on your side. The WIBC air staff is on your side. <laughs> the majority of these people, whether it's Indy Chamber or these special interest groups, they don't care about you at all, and these politicians certainly don't care about you at all. Imagine saying you support the guy that allowed businesses to have bricks thrown through their window, ATMs taken out of the lobby, fire set, two people died during that weekend of rioting, and imagine looking at somebody with a straight face going, yeah, that's our guy. Well, you know, I've, I've been dealing with these Chamber of Commerce for years, even back when I was an elected official, and I one of the things I most proudly did when I was an elected official was pulled the money from our local Chamber of Commerce public money because they weren't doing anything. These Chamber of Commerce, not all of them, but a lot of them, are glorified social clubs. It's a chance for a bunch of elitists who guys is representing the business community and the business community interests to just sit around. And in the case of the Indy Chamber, they get public money to facilitate what they're doing. These chambers, a lot of them, do not actually represent the business community. And you, I mean, this is just the best example no one has been worse for business than Joe Hogsett. And the Indy Chamber says, let's sign up for four more years of that. What's coming up on the big show tomorrow? Well, it looks like Steve Scalise is uh, maybe donezo. So that makes me happy because anybody Kevin McCarthy liked, I dislike. And don't want anywhere near <laughs> leadership. So the speaker saga continues. And, uh, of course, I'll be very excited uh, throughout the rest of the uh, evening to listen to the Hammer and Nigel reporting of the Good Time Fun Gang down there on Monument Circle. Special thanks to... Garage Stores of Indianapolis. You're the best, Hammer. Thank you. That's Rob Kendall. He's off the rails.